Smuts Up is a part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. The Smuts Up Podcast is a bad show made by idiots. You probably shouldn't listen to it. The Smuts Up Podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease except boredom. Even that's up for debate. Proceed with caution and listen at your own risk. Holy shit, it worked. Oh my god, it worked immediately. It did. Amazing. I put a D20 in my mouth. I put a D20 in my mouth. Your desires. I put a D20 in my mouth. All right, Smuts Up, everyone. You're listening to the Smuts Up podcast. When you're here, you're step family. This is a podcast where we try to create a safe space to talk about sex and kink. And we also have a whole lot of people here tonight. It's sex love for everyone, starting with ourselves. My name is Luxa, and with me are some of my very good friends. Captain, drop an anchor. It's a spanker. I'm Captain Spanks, and I'll get that right someday. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about another hole, it's Ray Dunnigan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's got a whole lot of people, so I just... Oh, yeah, that's all right. Hold on. I get, I got oh, it. You're here with all your holes. You have to explain. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we've said it before, and we'll say it again. And it's your favorite hole, Deep Weir. <laughs> Howdy, fellow butt hat, butthole havers. How's your butthole? It's like you're trying to say buttholes and hats at the same time. Butt hatters. <laughs> butt hatters. I hate my life. Absolutely. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hello, fellow butt hatters, butthole havers, and what have you. <laughs> Today we are joined by a couple of very special guests, Amy and Chad from Unearthing Paranormalcy podcast. They are here with us to put a D20 in their mouths and roll as we once again cast our nets into the sea of proclivities that is the pervert's grab bag. So Chad, Amy, how are you guys? Doing good. Ready to do this. We've been asking for a while when we're going to do a collab. Yeah, super stoked that you guys are here. Glad we can make it this time <laughs> well let's see if there's gonna be a next time this is more of a trial <laughs> yeah like is this a collab or more of like a hostage situation <laughs> oh no i was told i couldn't leave so you're not allowed to leave <laughs> things did get a little uh Spanks came in a little hot earlier <laughs> it's fine you guys are free to leave whenever you want but first those are not stop telling them this <laughs> Well, I think that what we should do first is talk a little bit about unearthing paranormalcy for people that haven't heard it. All right. We're unearthing paranormalcy, the podcast that digs into the paranormal and finds normalcy in the topic. Yeah, what she said. Yeah. Nailed it. We talk about spooky (laughs) stuff. Yes. Fuck yeah. It's a very fun show for anybody that is into learning more about all kinds of different topics. Um, you guys co- cover like historical things, cryptids, um, you know, aliens, all kinds of fun stuff. It's, it's a great show. So everybody should check it out. But that's not what we're here tonight to talk about necessarily. Okay, so well, how we usually do it is that you put the D20 in your mouth and then you say, I put a D20 in my mouth and then you roll the D20. And you take your socks off. If you want to. <laughs> I put a D20 in my mouth. I put a D20 in my mouth. Ooh, I crit. I put a D20 in my mouth. I got a five. That's 
20-sided cough drop. Oh, shit. Excellent. I put a D20 in my mouth there. <clears throat> Jesus. That's an 11. <laughs> so I got 18. All right, I got 13. Well, if you add my sexy modifier. <laughs> I have no sexy modifiers. <laughs> All right, so hell yeah, it looks like I will be going first with a 20. Woo! So Good I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was very difficult. So, all right. <laughs> Random chance is very difficult. It's true. All right. So, you know, everybody's talked about um, WAP in, in the past, right? And all of that. But have you heard of WAM? Wham. Wham. Yes. Wham. I hear Wham just about every uh, holiday season. <laughs> Wham is uh, the stuff you put in your computer to make it go faster. <laughs> Isn't that random yes. access memory? It's right next to your graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, guys. I did my job. <laughs> We already established you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> oh, yeah, that applies to us too. We can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> we can't leave, neither can you. <laughs> All right. So this is not that. It's actually wet and messy fetishism. Also mm. known as splooshing. Okay, so I'm gonna read you a little bit of what Wikipedia has to say about this. Um, so this is a form of sexual fetishism whereby a person becomes aroused when copious amounts of a substance are applied to the naked skin, face, or to clothing. Several dozen websites are dedicated to Wham. Many people with Wham fetishes are drawn to tactile sensations of wet or messy substances against their skin. Other individuals simply prefer the visual appeal of others getting wet or messy with products that have different textures, consistencies, and colors. A subject will often be pelted with cream pies. Classic. Yes. Um, sometimes using shaving foam rather than real cream pie filling, because apparently it might look better. Um, and then sometimes it'll have, it'll be like slime being dumped on somebody, or they will be sitting on a cake. Another common theme is the pouring of substances inside clothing while it's being worn. Clothing chosen for this can vary from swimsuits or underwear or full outfits, normal street clothes, either casual or office wear, <laughs> notes here, uh, commonly <laughs> featured in Wham Productions, but many other types of outfits from wedding attire to industrial overalls or more specialist fetish wear such as PVC, latex, or leather items may be used. While um, white items are particularly popular because, you know, that makes sense. They would get stained and everything. So that's what it is. So many choices. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this is kind of a probably sort of a broad one, right? There's all kinds of different ways this would take place. So, all right, that's what it is, though. But what is it not? Okay, so a fetish for bodily fluids such as feces, urine, vomit, semen, and female ejaculate is not considered to be part of Wham. So these first three are typically considered uh, coprophilia, like that's the poop thing. 
yeah. urophilia that's you know urine and um emetophilia uh which is like liking vomit um is yeah that's all different and so we've all seen like you know urophilia like piss play and stuff like in you know it's somewhat mainstream and stuff but that's not part of this particular fetish right mm-hmm. okay so how is this consumed there's all kinds of different like you know, videos out there with people in a variety of different stages of undress. There's, it's noted that there's a lot of videos that, um, you know, might be out there for sort of like general consumption just because like people aren't undressed and it's not overtly sexual. Some notes about the psychology here. Um, there's no conclusive research, as Wikipedia notes here, that has been conducted into this particular thing. However, they think it's not uncommon for fetishists to have had interests in sensations of messy play since their like formative years, with the sexual element manifesting at the onset of puberty. For many, the simple breaking of taboos, doing what one is told not to do as a child, brings about a sense of personal liberation. In any form, the fetish is about sensual simulation, whether visual, tactile, or otherwise. Another and I, I really like the, the language of the article takes an interesting turn here. So I'm going to definitely include this too. <laughs> Another aspect is the link to other fetishes. As some wet and messy play is done in a submissive or dominating way and has possible links to BDSM. The emphasis being on the humiliation of the victim. Although this is often mitigated or neg- negated by the victim taking it in good humor. <laughs> The dominant partner inflicting the mess can also be an object of attraction as an assertive figure of playful mischief. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Wikipedia. (laughs) I accidentally got mustard on my shirt while eating this hot dog. Oh my God. Playful mischief. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) All right. So I feel like sometimes it's hard to like trace back the origins of this stuff, but I think for this one, there's like a really clear place for me that I can point, and that's like watching Nickelodeon and all of that slime shit. Do you guys oh, remember? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my just, gosh! Yeah. Okay. Yep. Honestly, honestly, as as uh, as you were reading that, that that's what I was thinking, and then I scrolled down to the next page. It's like, oh, it says, yep, yep, cool. <laughs> like that's exactly the Nickelodeon slime. Like especially in those of, in formative years too. Yeah, Nick Cannon is a pervert. Oh, we're all I'm perfect. sorry. I guess we're I not. mean, we're, <laughs> we're not gonna go hard stance on that. I guess I'm gonna. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I thought we were. Gonna, I, mean, well, okay, I thought we were all thinking the same. Be thing. harmless. No, I mean it's it's fine. It's fine. I just okay. Well, right. no, I mean I think this makes sense. Like everybody, like did you all like ever like play in the mud when you were kids or anything like that? Like it's oh yeah, all I don't time. Know. yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I love dirt. Also, I mean, <laughs> uh, one of the examples you gave was uh, sitting on a cake, and I gotta tell you, that sounds like the worst birthday party I could imagine. <laughs> I don't there know. was a famous depends on who there I was know. a famous <laughs> there was a famous video a few years ago called Cake Farts. Uh, <laughs> go look it up, audience. That cake for we can talk about that. Do it in your office too at work. Isn't that uh, isn't that when they played all of the the band cake songs just in fart tunes? (laughs) Oh, there's that too. Wait, deep, real quick. Like, was that just videos of people farting on cakes in offices? No, it was a video of a woman who was like who would sit on cakes and fart, and she had a very 
very strong Midwestern accent that kind of like, you know, accentuated the entire video. Okay. Amazing. That sounds incredible. <laughs> it sounds like an incredible uh, icon of our times. <laughs> so yeah. Any, does anybody have any questions or anything about um, Wet and Messy or any thoughts? Do you Ma? think Do you think that Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> is going to do a remix of WAP, but do a wham? I sure hope so. Uh, probably, yeah. Please. He resurfaces every couple of years. Yeah, you mess it with that Wet and Messy. How do you think... Uh... How do you think people who are into Wham feel about Gallagher? Oh, that's a great question. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if he's like he's one of all he, he he's one of ours. One of us. One of us. Gallagher is a great example of uh of um when somebody's like, Man, I could probably make money off this fetish. <laughs> and it was Gallagher. He and sells it, like five hundred dollars a ticket. He's probably into like like just the the act of smashing uh, of smashing watermelons, but also like doing it in front of an audience. Well, see, hmm. in the days before OnlyFans, you had to become a stand-up comic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All stand-up comedians are porn stars. Yeah, I'd say they're worse at it because, like, they just like talk about their junk. They don't show it to you or anything. Well, what, everybody feels their own niche in the ecosystem that is the entertainment world. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next person that we have is Chad. Chad, what do you have for us? I'm going to be covering uh, teratophilia. Uh, to keep it on brand, it is a sexual attraction to either monsters or deformed people. Ooh, oh. oh okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just like being attracted to like something that's like sort of divergent from normal like in terms of like what is considered beautiful yeah pretty um a lot of people who uh are how you say teratophiliacs they do think it's more of craving something that's not the norm uh it's not the most beautiful person out there now it's classified as a as a paraphilia and it's rather viewed as a kink instead of an actual uh yeah, I don't know how to say it. Uh, they must really like that guy from the Goonies. The hey, you guys. Hey, I was thinking of like the Elephant guys. Man as well. Like, I wonder if that's their favorite movie. I mean, I think there's some like something interesting there about like you know the the quest for like variety and the idea that like beauty is in the eye of the beholder and everything like that. And I mean, I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, now, it can be as much as movie monsters from. Krampus to Pennywise. Uh, a new popular one that's out there is The Shape of Water with the Amphibian Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That dips into a little bit of furry, too. It yeah. does. Um, I mean, there's hundreds of Bigfoot erotica out there. <laughs> um, I'll find some for you. Oh, I, I'll, I got a bunch of name here for you. Ooh, send me so. Let's see here. Wait, just real quick. Is it Bigfoot erotica or is it Big Verotica? Or is it big Bigfoot? Bigfoot, uh, big foot, big five, big ferotica, big fire erotica, b five. sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> sounds like a fancy restaurant where yeah. Bigfoot will serve you wearing a sexy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> bigfoot and uh, stilettos. He comes out in like a, a, a maid, 
like a French maid. <laughs> oh, it's like a maid cafe, but it's Sasquatch. That's adorable. He's got like little cat ears on. He's trying to be like a little like a cat girl. All the desserts are just smashed piles of cake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of it. You get to watch him smash the cake, or her. I don't know, or them. Um, I don't know me, how it is um, with big feet. Excuse me. I, hey, I we can ma- we can mix the wham and. Uh, Teratophilia together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of intersections here, I feel like, potentially. Bigfoot just smashes the cake all over him. You walk up to him, you lick it off of him. You know. Oh, Bigfoot <laughs> and Mothman in like a caged like cake match. Like as like a show. <laughs> oh man, this is hot. <laughs> I like this concept. Instead of like a, a cage match, it's a cake match. <laughs> Excuse me, there's a there's a little bit of hair in my smash keg. You're welcome. <laughs> Just winks. <laughs> like, mm. That's a little gift for you. <laughs> Why did John want to have his birthday here? <laughs> we don't ask too many questions. John's special in his own way. You know, at Olive Garden, they say we're family, but here I think we're closer. <laughs> so here's some popular Bigfoot erotica titles, um, such as... Come for Bigfoot. <laughs> well, you come for the Bigfoot, but what do you stay for? <laughs> Savage love. Bigfoot did me from behind, and I liked it. <laughs> I wonder what that one's about. <laughs> the Butt Files. The case of Bigfoot's wiener. <laughs> butt Files is great. <laughs> Seduced by Bigfoot and ravaged by the Yeti. The Secret Adventures of a Fertile Housewife. That sounds romantic as fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so cold up here in my lonely cabin. See, and then there's a uh, short story titled Don't Vote for the Virginia Congressman Hopeful Denver Wiggleman because he is full of hate, not because Bigfoot made him hard. <laughs> I That one sounds very familiar. <laughs> That's the weirdest part. <laughs> I'm guessing really where it kind of stems from is, I mean, as a kid, like, you got all these shows with, I don't know, like, monsters. Like, for me, it was, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and... Fuck yeah. Street <laughs> Sharks and stuff like Street that. Street Sharks. So, Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. Like, I think as a kid, you kind of get, oh, this is, he's cool, he's cool, he's cool, and I probably ramps up from there and then of course hollywood sexualizes sexualizes so many different cryptids and stuff like that like cat dog <laughs> which like what end do you yeah. use on that it's a double indie flashlight uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm Oh, gods. Okay, we're not going to talk about cat dog right now. That's a whole fucking tangent. I am happy that is another topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Matrix or Star Wars, which I'm I'm sorry already. So, are we talking Matrix and Star Wars? Oh, don't worry. Hey, you know what? I will say that a lot of uh, the the cryptid stuff would come from hey, Star Chewie's Wars hot, as well. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I was saying like there's like That's a true, lot of yeah. sexy monsters in there. Like when they redid uh, the the one cantina or no the one scene in Jabba's palace where they try to make that weird like ant eater looking alien. Oh, they yeah. try to make her look sexy, and it was like I mean, <laughs> for some people it might work. In fact, like people that are into that stuff for sure. But like. It was definitely weirdly sexualized. I'm like, she doesn't need to be in a tube top. But then again, I guess she's like <laughs> kind of like a sex slave, I guess, in this scenario or something, but like also an entertainer. But I don't know. That's wrong of me to just assume that, you know? Yeah. Well, 
com- yeah, complicated stuff. I mean, obviously, Java was a com- you know complicated he was a problematic. Mind, a, he so, was a problematic yeah. character in the universe yeah. for sure. So, all right. Um, I guess it makes sense. Like the idea that like you know these divergent things you know are interesting. Like we we talked in the first episode about how just novelty itself can be a huge thing for a lot of people and, and it's possible that there could be something in that here with, with this one i say I, I just popped one popped in my head is the three boob chick from total recall oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> anybody like a quado the weird twin going on the other guy maybe like i would want to have like, like a conversation with quano but i don't I, like i wasn't like into quano like like the three boob i was and she was a freedom fighter. She was, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we <finished> that out. <laughs> I, say, I will say with this uh, Philia, like, I mean, there's a whole market for monster dildos. Oh, yes, there oh, is. Yeah. yeah. We're working on a sponsorship right now, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're being paid by a bad dragon, Chad, you have to give us some money. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to push that on this. So like, I, I, I want them as a sponsor. That'd be great. Yes, it seems. Yeah, it's, it seems like Bad Dragon is just sending its agents to our show continuously. <laughs> and subliminal messages in my TV program. There you go. It's changing your algorithm right now. All right. Well, Ray. Speaking of your TV programming and subliminal messages, what did you bring to share tonight? I just Googled this like two seconds ago, but I'm super into it. It's kleptolagnia, or, or the G might be silent like lasagna. So Wait, it might be what was it? Kleptolagnia. Oh, shit. Is this like when you get it's when you get turned stealing on from stealing shit? Stealing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. And I got to admit, I got to admit, I've never, been like, I've never been like full on into like stealing stuff, but like. I do love to stick it to corporations and do like some light return fraud every once in a while. And when Fuck I get yeah. away with it, I gotta admit, it is a fucking thrill. It is a <laughs> fucking thrill. Like, uh, and then like, I've been on this real big kick. Like, uh, you know, they never trained me how to work the register when I'm doing self checkout. So I just kind of make liberties on my own to pay myself the <laughs> wages that I deserve. So, you know, I just, like, forget that I have water bottles underneath my cart or, you know, uh, I buy five things but only scan one or, like, you know, my PS5 is a tomato. Like, things like that. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and I got to admit, like, when I walk out of that store and I don't get stopped or anything. Woo! All right. No, that makes sense, though. Like, okay, so I think we've talked about this all the time on this show, right? It's a, it's like a power thing, right? Oh, like, it's a hundred. It's like, it's because, yeah. you know what? Honestly, like, I feel like every time I walk into a place and pay for groceries, it just like, it, they're just taking something out of you, you know? But like, just weirdly sticking it back to them, like, just specifically corporations. Like, I could never steal from like a small farmer's market or something like that. But like, these big places, I'm like, oh, I don't feel Walmart's bad. free game. Yo, straight up, haven't been to Walmart in years because, like, worst experiences I've ever had with, like, retail in my life. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't accept this if I was at a restaurant. I know that's a weird comparison, <laughs> but I also stole a lot from them, too. Like, I, I did some light return fraud with them as well, so. Uh, as a kid, we used to go to, like, Best Buy when they were having clearance sales and buy, like, $30 MP3 players and take them to Walmart and return them. Oh, that's dope. 
That's so dope. <laughs> I watched one of my friends straight up take something off the shelf and walk straight to customer service and return it. I was like, that was insane. <laughs> that's pretty dope. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can only do about $200 of that a year. I'm like, so that's just free $200. <laughs> and we're all missing out on <laughs> But I mean, it's also like a lot of work to like go and I, I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot of unnecessary stress in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, I have no dealing. Yes. <laughs> no, we can go all on record. I think we've, all, we've, established that we're all, <laughs> we've all like established that we're all criminals on this show before. It's fine, but like, <laughs> I got a rap sheet. It's fine. Nothing wrong with a little subdomania. No, no big deal. I'm under house arrest. Or like when you <laughs> actually oh, yeah. Or like my favorite thing is like uh, I got I got nightstands at at, at uh, a big box store, also known as Target, as the French would call it. Um, and uh, they only scanned one out of the two. Oh my god! Walk into the car and being like, "Why is it so cheap?" And you look at it and like, "Oh, those dumb motherfuckers." <laughs> oh. you, don't, you don't know what the motivation is. Like maybe the person that's checking you out is like, "You know what? Fuck this!" Like maybe they hate Target. I have, I do have a strategy that's kind of worked over the years. Every once in a while, you start a really good conversation, get them kind of laughing, then it gets them distracted, and then they get a little loosey goosey on their job. Man, see, I work. Retail and that should happen to me all the time. That's Here, right. I was thinking I'm making a friend, and they're just using me for their. Crime. Well, also, but I am also making a friend because when I see them again, I still. I, it's not like I'm using them. I go to the same Target every day. At the same time, I, I have uses them over and over and over. Yeah, that's toxic. Re- so it's an abusive relationship then. Oh, I, I see, mean, I see. yeah, I, I, I don't think it's cool to like do anything that would like get a, a, an employee in trouble, right? But like, I, I think, yeah, I don't have any problem with like when I was a fucking cashier and stuff. Like, I would do that shit all the time. I'd be like, you know what, fuck that. Like, yeah, there was times where like, uh, this was a long time ago. But yes, there were definitely times where I allowed large quantities of shit to be like stolen because I was like, yes, please steal from this place. I fucking hate it. Like they treat us like shit and everybody hates every like everybody in the whole place is stealing. And like because of how shitty like if you treat everybody like criminals, maybe that's how they'll act. Right. Like, that's all. That was what I noticed about the culture. Like it's 100 percent my retail experience when I worked at retail. I mean, everyone in my department was literally talking about oh well you can steal something this way okay and then people would come up to steal stuff and be like did you stop them you get don't paid pay enough. Me enough to stop yeah. them well, no. yeah, yeah exactly. that's what they tell us like that's uh like even if we see you like what like i've had customers just walk out of the store carts full of crap and it's like you're not supposed to run after them or anything you're just like oh okay have a nice day Enjoy you're your not, free like, stuff. Trained for that, and like that's not yeah. really your job. You're not a lot of times like at these places. You're not even technically a fucking employee or an associate, right? Like, so they don't have to give you insurance and stuff. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Take the shit. It's not my fucking problem. Another, <laughs> I'm getting paid by the hour, right? Like another form of stealing that I that really gets my thing hard is uh is finding <laughs> loopholes in like in like uh I don't know my internet. So like for the first like for the first year you can get the internet for like forty four bucks a month, but then after that it goes up to seventy five dollars. So I am continuously moving out while my fiance is continuously moving in, or vice versa. So we're always getting that first year deal. 
no all right that's far I, mean, I, I can't get any other internet here they have literally a monopoly that's it's like, insane that's just fucking gaming the system like i feel like there's a difference too like the, a distinction that could be drawn and like not to say that one is better or, or more pleasurable than the other like right but like yes there is a difference between stealing and just gaming the system that is in place already right i don't know have you ever taken like a, a cup from a bar like it's a really cool cup. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm taking lots of things from lots of places. I've had family members and friends who work who work for restaurants that go to other restaurants. They're just like, I like this cup, and they just put it right in their purse. Yeah, I've had friends where their entire silverware is from like multiple restaurants. I'm like, this is definitely. <laughs> it's like, they're like this is from Chili's. This is from Applebee's. This is like you have an ale house themed kitchen, huh? <laughs> well then. All right. Well, you know what. There's a pressing question on my mind, and I think that we should answer it. What is it? And that oh. is, should we take an interlube? <laughs> interlube your mind. Oh, yeah. If anybody likes their steak more than medium rare, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd leave, but I'm not allowed to. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Amy like Amy likes hers like it's charcoal. Yes. Oh man, so you're still chewing on it. Oh yeah. yeah well, then know. just just reach into the grill and eat the charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> well, but she likes it meat flavored. I am growing into a a medium well. I can kind of do that, but yeah, I usually like it like crispy on the outside. I like my okay. beef like I like my sushi raw as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that camp too a little, but you know, teach their own. Hell I yeah. Want, I want food poisoning. They <laughs> <laughs> call it danger eating. It makes you I strong. Don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to move after tomorrow. If you're not taking risks in life, what are you even doing? <laughs> what are you even doing if you're not poisoning yourself by eating under This is Ray's meat? guide to how to become a corpse in two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the interlube. Hey! Woo! So, da, 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 da. Oh. tonight, <laughs> we have another pressing question related to one that we've asked in the past, but what, what is this one tonight, what right? What is it? What is it? Enter drumroll noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the anticipation is killing me. Oh, oh, it's... Why is this slimy or slippery? No. Mm. Why is All it right. right. twist on an old thing? Why are yeah. S's slimy and slippery? If you think it's about their it, shape. Like, it is a shape. It's also it's the saliva. way it's said because, like, if you have a little bit of spit in your mouth when you're using an S, it's gonna get a little slippery. Yeah, slimy. S's are slippery because of saliva. Also, why is ice slippery? Is the water so turned on after it gets cold it just makes everything slippery? Science may never know. Science may never know. Milk, I weirdly think... enough, I feel like it's slippery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explain your findings. Whole milk. Well, you ever, I mean, you ever like, drink yeah, whole, whole milk, milk before? Yeah, it has a viscosity to it. it yeah, yep, absolutely. Okay, okay. Motor oil, I think it's supposed to be slippery. You're not Definitely. supposed to touch it, Again, though, but I do. Viscosity. I like those setups in the auto supply stores that have, like, Lucas's <gasps> oh, oil yes. and, like, the the competing brand, and you get to spin the things to watch, like, how, how lubricating and slippery it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> snakes. Okay. Yeah. Why are snakes so slippery? Or why do they appear slippery? 
think we agree. I, I, they're yeah. not sli- they're not like slimy usually. They're like super dry. They're like dry and right. Like... But why do they appear slippery? They have a shiny, shiny scales that reflect off the light. I think it's the way they move. They move a lot like an S is shaped. <laughs> it's just how the body works. It is always kind of creepy. Like, I don't see them too often around here, but it's just like, oh, hey, that branch over there looks kind of funny. And then it just moves, and you're like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> we had a snake incident. Like... We had a snake incident where it was in our uh, in our park bathroom and everybody's freaking out so they called us to go over there and it was just a it was just a harmless little uh, black water snake. Oh. And uh, I was like, "Hey, bro, you got to get out of here." And everybody's like, "You got to kill it." And I was like, "Everybody get out of the bathroom." I had a nice little talk with them. I was like, "Hey, bro, we're going to put on a show <laughs> for these guys." So I picked them up and I put them next to my neck and I ran outside. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> and I hope those kids didn't sleep that night. <laughs> Tell me to kill that snake. I put him back in the forest. I was like, "Hey, bud, you live a long life. Get rid of these yeah, dinosaurs. no, fuck yeah. You don't need to kill a snake because it like went into a bathroom in a park. I mean, fuck, it just wants to go back to doing snake stuff. Yeah, just being, yeah, uh, just appearing slippery. That's his job. Uh, I did save a rat from my work one time, but as soon as I put it out on the um on the woods, a hawk just came and sometimes that happens uh, well maybe you uh, saved that hawk because it needed a meal you never know yet you know what i saved the hawk he was happy he got a to-go order he's like oh my uber's here i was like shit oh you know what else is slimy going to the bathroom in a public bathroom in sandals like the beach where it's just like the whole like floor of the bathroom is like sand and water and whatever else (laughs) i hate going to a urinal wearing sandals and like you feel a little bit of splitter splatter go on your feet and you're like oh yeah i might as well kill myself at this point jesus christ (laughs) and that sound of of them having to peel off of it because just oh it's just caked Oh, you, know, you can put a sandal right. in the dishwasher and clean it on high with bleach if you want to. No, I yeah, it. I put it in the when I clean all my sandals, I clean all my dildos as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of, I mean, yes, absolutely. Look at the manufacturer instructions when it comes to cleaning your sex toys because that's not always the recommended way to do it. Oh, yeah, that's a public yet. service announcement for me. <laughs> and some require you to like boil them, like it's like. Like it's a clam guard you're trying to fucking. It's very strange. There's a lot of maintenance in sex toys that I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for. It really, yes, it depends on uh, what you have, but uh, yes, absolutely, always follow manufacturer's instructions. When's the last time you checked your oil on your vibrator? (laughs) (laughs) Or your car? It never hurts to check your oil level on your car. That's my greatest sex toy. It's my car. Is the air pressure good enough in your pocket, pussy? Wait, tell us more about how your car is your sex toy. I fu- I fucking it. It's usually alone. I- okay. That's okay. it. That's all my. Have you guys ever seen the video my- where a guy takes a pocket pussy and he puts it in the uh, and he puts it in the exhaust and turns on the car? Oh no. god. Yes, actually I did. Goog it. I think it like melts after a while. Just goog it. <laughs> if you haven't, it's a really good video. It's a little slimy to watch, honestly. 
Mm. Hey, perfect. Wait, what's the like purpose of this? Is this like a suicide attempt, or is this just to like melt? <laughs> yeah, it just, it just looks funny. It's gross. It's like nice and clean, and all of a sudden, it just like instantly gets dirty and like all. Oh, it's it's okay. great. Make what happens strange. when you write it hard? It gets dirty. All right, all right. Why? Why after watching some videos, you feel slimy? Hmm. That's the shame. And what is and a what is a slimy feeling? You ever get that? Or even like when you meet somebody and you're like, ooh. You're a slimy. Like, ugh, I don't like that. A guy, lot of nuances yeah. to these questions here. I feel like. Mm. Okay, <laughs> we're uh, getting who? Oh, deeper. oh, restaurant floors in the in the kitchen. Oh god, so slippery. Yeah, so it's to keep outsiders out. If you don't have the proper footwear, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not going to have the ice rink in at there. that point. <laughs> I have been in a restaurant for work and. Just ate it walking through the kitchen. Oh, it's great! And then like everybody's <laughs> looking at you, like, did that really just happen? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm too young to break anything, so no workers' comp for me. <laughs> Darn you, rubber bones! <laughs> I like, heal as soon as they're broken. Fuck, what? not anymore though. Oh, I'm so afraid to get hurt. What am I? A goddamn, uh, one of those, uh, one of those, uh, one, of the, one of those X Men. <laughs> Oh man, I just channeled my dad through me. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling like PlayStations, Nintendos, and shit. Hey, yeah. what are you playing on that there, Nintendo? It's a PlayStation, goddammit. <laughs> dad, this is my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you have a phone you know what they are you're familiar with this technology <laughs> oh i need to put my glasses on you're wearing them <laughs> every time you sit down just ugh. i do that now too. So. oh yeah every time i get up i'm like okay yeah <laughs> getting it's old it's weird you hit you hit 30 and instantly you're just like every time you move age why is it so slippery and why do we keep slipping down this time going forth but to the uh the endless void that we call yeah. oh i know this one it's because life is a slippery oh. slope towards the deep void of death go. slippery towards which slope. we all walk with with gladness in our hearts. Time so keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. <laughs> I don't know. Can you guys well, think of anything else that's slippery other than like, I don't know, algae? I mean, I feel like this is getting really depressing and we're slipping down like a downward <sighs> slope. Yeah. Depression. Why is it so slippery? Depression is a slippery slope. <laughs> so maybe instead of talking more about slippery oh we started out with slimy but we ended up with slippery so we can think about that later too but like maybe we should get back to the main portion of the show <laughs> yeah let's get back to the main portion of the show Elmer's glue starts out slippery and slimy but hmm. it gets hard and then it, it gets does stick. get hard and that's why you should call your parents <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just copy paste the better joke over that. <laughs> Interlube your mind. So it looks like the first person that will be presenting after the break here is Deep. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. I regret this already.
We know it's going to be good if you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all talked recently about the Matrix, at least in our last episode. I thought it might keep a kind of a theme here and uh, read y'all a little Matrix fan fiction I found here. Let me uh, do this. The author is Keanu Reeves. Whoa! <laughs> we are in the Matrix. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so just to keep in theme with our um, just constant matrix talk at least for the last few episodes i went ahead and found a matrix fan fiction for for you all and i'm going to read it to you now so is this going to be like sexy like or is this just like a regular oh it's like... sexy okay Ooh. oh no right. it's going to be a sexy fanfic is it slimy yeah it, how it, slimy is it um, we'll be when a, he's done I'd say yeah it's a on a scale slippery. of yeah, Warm you'll be. Sploosh, how slimy. No, slippery to slimy. <laughs> That's the scale. Uh, you might be afterwards. So let's get this. Let's get this shit show over. Slip right out of my chair. Soap to worms. <laughs> Tonight's piece is called "Intellectual Masturbation" by Goes Award. Already here for it. <laughs> All right. It feels pretentious. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Mr. Smith watched. Mr. Anderson, as he escaped yet again and found himself frustrated. Not only because Mr. Anderson had gotten away again, Smith had become accustomed to that. This time, though, Mr. Anderson looked entirely too good in that coat. Smith decided that this was a bad place to be pondering these unfortunate human sexual feelings. With the rest of, with the rest of him moved back to his current hideout, an unused warehouse capable of holding all of him. Uh, if you don't know uh, the character implying Agent Smith here, he can like make multiples of himself. Only in the Just last footnote. If you've never heard of this movie before, wait, is this a spoiler? All right, continue. Oh my on. god! If, if I what spoiled, movie is this? Oh. <laughs> this is the, uh, this is um. <laughs> This is Titanic. Oh, 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 I thought this oh, was this is Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio then dodges bullets and puts his hand inside of Agent Smith's chest. Wait, so this is the scene between Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, right? And he says, uh, "Yes, exactly." Paint this. Okay, okay. Pitch, okay I'm caught up now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So sorry. Continue on. Okay. Uh, unused warehouse, capable of holding all of him. He found a relative reclusive space on the warehouse floor and settled in. Opening the front of his pants, he took out his cock in hand and started stroking slowly. He tried to concentrate on something less cardinal as his digital projection shuddered with joy. Suddenly, his life was blocked by another copy. What do you want? He asked irritably. Mr. Anderson is quite attractive. And what does this have to do with us? I thought we could engage in a little mutual satisfaction. Wait, so this person, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but like this person, this character like lacks the introspection that they can't even admit that they're like sitting there like jerking it they're to this person AI. where another aspect of themselves is like, hey, did you notice that dude's sexy? Like, This I, might actually be because he's kind of new to these human feelings. He's been okay, a machine. Okay, he's, been he's a trying to figure it out. Okay, got AI. it. I think he's just trying to... Got figure it. himself out right now. Okay. So this is his this is his sexual liberation. This is his journey. I'm so sorry to criticize. <laughs> this is the part of the movie that they cut, like because everyone's like, uh <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smith considered this. That is acceptable, 
Smith, too, dropped his pants, turned and presented his ass to Smith. Just get it over with so we can move on to something more constructive. Nothing hotter than just get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like to go with the real doll. (laughs) Is that what you have it programmed to say? It's just like, just get it over with. <laughs> Just get it over with. Yeah. I have a headache. I have yeah, it's more realistic. <laughs> I have work in the morning. I ate a lot of French fries. I feel bloated. I'm Not tired. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I know I promised, but I didn't think I was going to have six margaritas at at Chili's tonight. It was the buy one get one. I was, I was getting a little too specific now. It's a little yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Not feeling it. That's usually how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Which is fine. It's fine. But Smith, Smith, experimenting, Smith experimentingly pressed his finger into Mr. Smith's opening. It slid right in, which, which didn't seem correct. Studiously ignoring his own erection in the face of a new problem, Smith moved his finger in and out, feeling the muscles tighten surrounding as it, rela- as it begins to relax. He suddenly realized that Smith, too, had rewritten a bit of code that had formed his body to reduce friction. Yeah, it's kind of nice they put that in there. I was wondering why it was so bit slippery. Of, yeah, that's, it's why, it, that's of, why it's slippery, because yeah. the code got rewritten. Got and it. it's world building, too. Like, oh, yeah, you know. Hurry up, Smith, too, growled. <laughs> we, we have to do other things, you know. Smith slid in a second finger, fucking Smith too slowly, just to annoy him. It took him until the third finger to notice that Smith too was similarly occupied by another copy that appeared right in front of him. This will be amusing. (laughs) Uh, Do it yourself, orgy. Do it yourself, orgy. Yeah, all right. All right, yeah. Smith moved forward his position. Smith moved forward and positioned his cock, grabbing Smith's two, Smith two's hips. Oh my god! And pushed him in. Smith two relaxed very slowly, but after all, he asked Smith the first one to go quickly. So Smith, the first one, shoving <laughs> shoving all the way in, he allowed he allowed himself a small sadistic smile at Smith's two's groan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this is, is fantastic. So, this is so well written. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I wish I could do it justice, but I'm not. After a few thrusts, Smith too seemed to have relaxed enough to for some good hard riding. So Smith grasped two, Smith two's hips. This for some reason I'm having a problem with. I don't know why. Smith two's hips. Smith two unexpectedly bent over slightly, but Smith the first one, realized he was trying to get cock and ass at the same level to fuck the third that there's, there's three now that had joined them. Smith 2 had made some rather entertaining noises as he thrust into Smith 3, but Smith was still vaguely annoyed that he couldn't simply use Smith 2 for his own pleasure. Jesus Christ. It was a sentence and it felt like it was... This is turning into a Dr. Seuss book. this is the later darker works of doctors yeah yeah this is experimental phase uh blatantly smith the first one remembered that hitting the prostate was was usually suggested for this type of intercourse he shifted a bit 
He shifted a bit on each thrust until Smith, too, <laughs> made one of those entertaining noises again. Then he moved into a quicker time frame. <laughs> what? And hit Smith, too's prostate approximately ten times in one second. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Call that this is so specific. <laughs> this is like... You know, they're really working in, like, the whole nuance of the movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they're, they're trying to quantify it like the character might. I, I, I get it, you know? I get it. I yeah, get it. okay. Oh, God. Once <laughs> hey, you, ch- you, you chose this. I know, <laughs> why did I choose you're this? Making... <laughs> It'd be real f- It's like, this would be fun. They're like, what am I it's, doing? No, this is hilarious. <laughs> what the fuck was I? Uh, well, would you look at this? They keep fucking. A growing amount of background noise made Smith look around. Apparently, one of the Smith had to, one of the other Smiths had decided to join in as well. Oh, that's not surprisingly. Smith. <laughs> 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 not surprisingly, Smith supposed, given the similarity of their minds, because it's like the same person. So obviously, like your other cosplay, like, eh, sweet. Uh, Smith entertained himself for a minute by watching the various attempts at the other Smiths and wondering if this could be considered masturbation. It was also entertaining to hold still and annoy Smith to further. So he still got Smith to in his grips uh, while he's watching everyone else. How many Smiths are we at right now? I'm, I'm like, we got one Smith. We are currently at three. I look down. It matters. Like I really don't think it matters. Like there could be an infinite number of Smiths. I think there. There's I, like the, infinite, it, I, I think the more the merrier. I like this <laughs> new Smith that just came in. Who like came out of the shadows. Like, oh, what are you guys doing over here, huh? <laughs> I you already know what we're doing. Like you're part. Like you're part me. I guess. Like. Uh, <laughs> I know, but we're supposed to feign ignorance. You see Neo in that yeah. little trench coat he had on? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what y'all are thinking about right yeah, now? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about that. Because I'm totally not. Uh, finally, Smith 2 reached around and grabbed Smith's hips and started tugging. He seemed to be anxious for more movement. A few moments later, Smith felt an anonymous finger probing around. He turned to see that it was the other Smith that had completed the circle. It's not anonymous then. <laughs> what? Would the anonymous hacker group hack in and fucking started like getting in on this too? What are you talking about? Anonymous? It's a computer world. Maybe. No, yeah, but this is, so like he wanted to be willfully ignorant that himself was behind him. What? I think a lot of interesting psychological things revealed by this story. I'm getting angry. Yeah, this maybe. is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we decide what's canon here on this show. <laughs> uh, so they completed basically a big circle, and we're all fucking each other with various levels of ferocity. Various levels. Okay. Some giving a lot, some not giving so much. He seemed to be the last unlinked done. Recitingly, he rewrote a bit of his programming and felt the finger enter him. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know. It sounds like a human centipede type deal with penis and butts, and then like all of the house. No, I think it's like the idea of like subject becoming object, right? Like he's oh, like it's, yeah. everything is become you know coming full circle, right? Like uh, in this scenario, <laughs> I, oh, yes, yeah. pun intended. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad you know what's going on. <laughs> all right, Smith Four. There's oh a fourth now. <laughs> 
Didn't want to wait too long, apparently, and went straight forward one finger to three. Smith forced himself to relax and concentrate on the feeling that Smith 2 wrapped his cock around rather than Smith 4 levering muscles opened, which were never intended to be used in that fashion. Smith 2 increased the pace. Smith complied. Smith 4 took his encouragement and exchanged fingers for cock. And like it's some kind of barter system. It's, an, it's a currency exchange. Wait, how many fingers do you think like constitutes a cock if we were going to build this barter system real quick? Three. Three? Three fingers Three. to a cock? Yeah, I'd say that. I'd say and that. then the fifth Smith just came out and started fisting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a little Five bit fingers, more. So that's about one and two thirds cock. Oh, we're going to have to do some change here. Yeah. <laughs> we get change back. <laughs> this Smith had a virus, and unfortunately, his hand didn't fully form, so he only has two fingers. So no cock for Aww. him. Oh, only, only a little cock. <laughs> he just gets the tip. Um, hey, sometimes Smith that's all you need. <laughs> Smith too was moaning continuously to Smith's great annoyance. Smith tried to finish quickly, so perhaps he could finish the noise and this unfortunate response to human stimuli. He turned his head, <laughs> intending to distract his brain, so his body, such as it is, could get on with things and stopped. All over the room in a giant circle, fornicating freely, <laughs> the most beautiful things he had ever seen himself. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He... Yay! All right. That was. No, I got more. Go. Oh, I thought that was the end of the story. I know. That, that, <laughs> that, would, have been a, that would have been a powerful yeah. place to end it for the Chapter author of this, two. But... <laughs> well, too bad. Uh... <laughs> Chapter two of 75. <laughs> Chapter two. I might cut it there, so yeah. But these three are just for you. When he'd seen himself first, fit, uh, first start finding other copies to satisfy himself, he hadn't realized quite how overwhelming the sight was. Later, the oddity of Smith for his fingers trying to breach him and prevented him from noticing how gorgeous it was that so many copies of himself in various states of undress a powerful bicep here, a tight stomach here, a slimily arched feet. Ooh, there we go. Hey. Sculpted faces and everywhere firm roundness of his ass, the thick projection of his cock. What a weird turn the Matrix would have took if like if Mr. Smith came out. I was like, you know what, man? Honestly, I get it. I'm I'm done. I don't wanna I don't wanna fight anymore. I'm just gonna go literally fuck myself. Yeah, I'd... uh, it apparently endless iteration around the room, it was breathtaking. Uh, let's see, before he, he knew what happened, the codes forming his body convulsed, overloading his mind briefly, his balls tingle, tightened, sorry, and he felt himself coming a copious amount of semen spurting through his cock into the body of Mr. Of, Smith too. He's still letting the feelings wash through at him as Smith too responds by howling. Smith shuddered and orgasming himself. A chain reaction seemed to start then, and several other Smiths noticed what the circle looked like and came. Those <laughs> who felt other Smiths come did so themselves. Finally, Smith Ford dug his fingers sharply into Smith's ass and orgasm, causing a warmth to spread through Smith's 
blow her body that was not entirely unpleasant. <laughs> One more. Smith started to disengage themselves in, reass- in reassuming their clothing. Smith looked around as he tucked his genitals back into his pants like nothing ever happened. Then he never truly noticed how aesthetically pleasing a large group of himself was. Although, obviously, he'd admire his own anatomy in the singular, he would filed the information away for later pursuits and turned his attention to the task at hand, where some renegade programs he was interested in contacting, and the agent to avoid, and the rebels to be crushed. And, of course, he needed to look for Mr. Anderson. Alright, I'm done. Done. Fuck it. Alright, well that's an interesting like masturbation <laughs> fantasy, right? Like fucking yourself in all these different uh, configurations. I mean, I it was fun. It was kind of like exactly when I thought of Matrix fanfiction. That was the first thing I thought of and I found it immediately. So, <laughs> One Smith, two Smith. Hard Smith, loose Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Are our guests still here, or did I scare them all? <laughs> oh, no, I've been enjoying the story. It's great. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you very I much. Feel like, I feel like the, 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 the fanfic that you pick with it being, like, Matrix self-cessed is very, very fun and very cool because uh, that's a topic that you can only really have in, in fiction because yeah. in real life you, of course, can't fuck yourself despite no. the pleading that I do for several people to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you absolutely can in fan fiction and media, and it's it's just it's fun. You picked a fun one. You should say I enjoyed. You can't this. fuck yourself yet. Yes. Yet, the future is still yes. slipping on it. The future <laughs> is on the way. <laughs> oh, what a slippery future we're sliding toward! Oh, <laughs> oh slipping. Okay, well, that's a fun, um, you know, transition there. So the next person that we have is Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. Woo! <laughs> All right, well, I brought Spectrophilia to the table. Ooh! Uh, Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> Spectrophilia has two definitions. One is the attraction between humans and ghosts, and the second is the attraction of to objects in a mirror. The two oh. meanings might seem vastly different at first, but considering the second definition refers to an arousal brought on by something that isn't really there, it makes more sense. Oh. Actual sex with ghosts is harder to prove, though. <laughs> uh, although there are several people who say it definitely, they've definitely had sex with a ghost. Uh, it's kind of hard to, you know, prove or disprove, I guess. Um, totally that makes sense yeah like i i I, yeah we have to first find a ghost so you know yeah and then we have to convince it to have sex with us because we all know that consent is not an option here on the smutset podcast yes (laughs) all right well first-hand accounts of sex with ghosts are rare spectrophilia is alive and well in its movie representation there are Mm -hmm. films like ghost with Mm. patrick swayze and demi moore yes uh, it follows. I love uh, there is even some in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah there was some, that was supposed to be a lot more of a scene, but people are like, "Dan Aykroyd, you're crazy. Stop it." So well, it was actually based <laughs> off of a real experience he had. Oh, really? Oh. Interesting. I love Dan Aykroyd. He got cuddled by a ghost. Oh. Okay. 
But there are a surprising number of celebrities who have spoken about their supernatural sexual encounters. Kesha explained to Ryan Seacrest in 2012 that the song Supernatural was about a sexual encounter she had with a ghost. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. That's I, actually, <laughs> I actually know the song. That's, a, that's insane. And in 1999, Lucy Liu spoke to Us Weekly about taking a nap and waking up climaxing from sex with a ghost. Nice. That's a hell of a nap. Um, in fact, uh, Meta World Peace had an encounter here in Oklahoma City at our Skirvin Hotel while playing the Thunder, uh, and she refused to stay in that hotel again as he was being groped by a spectral hands in his bed. Ew, okay. pervert ghost. <laughs> Ew. And then there is Amethyst Realm, the British woman who went viral claiming that she had had sex with 20 ghosts and was engaged to a spirit. I know her. Uh, she even went on and said that she was trying to, she and her ghost husband were trying to find out how to have a baby. But I believe they have officially divorced because he got into drugs and started to uh, just not show up anymore. So they Wait, so her ghost husband that she was going to get pregnant with got Ghosted into to drugs? and Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Just trying to stay. <laughs> Okay. Actually, thanks for clarifying. I'm like, oh, that sucks. No wonder she went with Ghost. Wait a minute. The so ghost apparently... got into drugs. Like the ghost yeah. has go- I apparently there's ghost, ghost drugs meth. that ghost you meth. can get into. And it's a bad is the drug. ghost like, oh later, babe, I'm gonna go get some cigarettes in the store and then just kind of whoosh. Ghoster. She she got ghosted <laughs> by the ghost. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> But that is spectrophilia. Okay, well, so I'm so curious, like, has anybody had any, like, interesting, like, weird dreams that could be, like, adjacent to this or anything like that? Or, like, um, you know, spooky, sexy experiences? I had a weird one. Uh, I'm not sure. It's not really sexy. It's just weird. But I remember heading to a spot that was, like, supposedly haunted. We're, like, going there, like, during the day, because, you know, I'm smart. Uh, also, ghosts don't come out during the day. It's like some kind of rule. I don't know. <laughs> like, it is creepy. When Everyone you see knows videos. the ghosts don't like the day. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't come out during the day. Which why, like, every time I see those, like, ghosts captured, and it's like during the day, it's even it's even creepier because, like, nope, you're breaking the rules. Get back to get back to nighttime. <laughs> but I remember going there. And I felt kind of someone was like, kind of like how you get hugged from behind. It was a very, it was just like this very gentle, loving feeling. And it was like, it was really weird. And then that night I dreamt of like a pregnant woman who was hugging me in my sleep. And I feel as if those two were connected. So yeah, that was a story. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. yeah. One time I had a dream I was doing it and I woke up and somebody came in my bed. <laughs> I got I got really drunk one time and someone peed in my bed. Yeah, no, I mean I've had like interesting dreams and stuff, but like yeah, not as intense maybe as what has been described here, but yeah. You can even go online and find ways to summon your own ghostly lover if you're interested. There's some out there. Oh, that is a, a thing that people can do. It's a 
ghost <laughs> escort service. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Lots of options out there, depending on uh, what you're looking for. <laughs> and, I do believe there actually is like a whole book series on like it's 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 combined of like both real experiences and then like some fictional experiences with a ghost and unfortunately i can't remember the name and i wish i did that's actually a theme in a lot of paranormal romance stories is between ghosts and humans oh hell yeah i put a d20 in my mouth Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so no. <laughs> <laughs> The last presenter that we have this evening is Spanx. Spanx, what have you brought for us tonight? I am bringing uh, something new, or maybe old, to the table. Oh. It's table legs. Oh. Oh, Oh, how delightfully Victorian. Victorian. (laughs) Or is it Edwardian? Okay, I'm going to be a ball killer, and I'm going to let you guys know, in my research tonight, I actually found out that it was just a rumor that was started that people Uh, created tablecloths because they were attracted to table legs. But uh, I'm going to tell you this. Have y'all even looked at some of those old Victorian table legs? They were curvy as fuck. And they just had all (laughs) all these shapes, and they went on for miles, and they were sturdy. Shaped out of rich mahogany. Yeah, things aren't built that way anymore. They're not built that way. Now you get, like, like... Ikea furniture that's just, like, wood shavings taped together. uh, Mm. That you, you know, put a a peg in the hole and you you really wang it together. You're kind of selling me on furniture. You're kind of selling me on (laughs) Ikea furniture. (laughs) You had me a peg. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm not saying that one is necessarily better than the other. But, you know, each of them have their perks. And uh, the perk of an old Victorian table leg is absolutely in its curves. Yeah, and it looks like mm-hmm. a it looks like a flex calf, usually. Or like a, somebody yes. on their tip or toes. A shapely like a, leg. It looks yeah. like a woman, like, slipping out of a high heel, like, in mid-moment. Like, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it looks like, like a real fucked up foot. You know, like a real, like a real clubber. You know, that table could walk. It would walk in a circle. If that table could walk, it would. I mean, it looks like you know, like when they used to do foot binding back in the day. Everybody mm-hmm. remember learning mm-hmm, about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they. Yeah. I think that table legs kind of really started that entire fad. Oh, I'm I remember not sure that about episode. That. That's an unpopular opinion, but you know, <laughs> that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, th- that's interesting. Like, I always thought that the Victorians were, like, so, so horny that they just couldn't look at the table legs. But you're telling me that this is, like, a, a total uh, fabrication. It is a fabrication. Um, it apparently comes from a a diary in which someone had to turn their eyes away from a piano leg because uh, the home in which they were visiting 
uh, the woman had draped her underwear over it to dry. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So it wasn't the piano. It was more about the underpants and the yeah, piano yeah. leg together. <laughs> that piano isn't so good. You had to hang it out like a fucking towel to dry. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a real splooser moment. Why is interesting. Like, I mean, like, all right. So, and you know, you think about like having this like really, you know, expensive, like extravagant instrument in your house, a piano, right? Like that's a, that's a, a fancy thing to have, right? Oh, no of doubt. And a big old grand you're, piano. You're using, yeah. the, you're using this thing as a drying rack for your underpants? I mean, I think that's like an interesting glimpse into life, though, right? Like, sometimes people buy these, like, expensive, like, exercise machines, but then they, they use them for, like... Hanging their underwear uh, what, off them. You know, yeah. So, it's a, it's a great it's parallel, a fucking flex. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't know. It's a bow flex. A bow most flex. Ex- <laughs> most expensive laundry line you'll ever buy. <laughs> no one learned to play pianos, so we use it as laundry line. <laughs> Darling, I really do think we should get a grand piano. Yeah. I need somewhere to hang my panties to dry. The piantio. Yeah. Oh, nice. See, I always I always loved the idea that tablecloths were invented. Uh, to cover up those sultry, sultry, sexy little I mean, table. What legs. was the source that said over. it was different? Because like they could be lying. They could be like super into to table legs and be like, no, no, no. No. I, I, I found I found multiple sources that were just like this is a total farce, and then listed the same diary entry as to where the uh, the rumor came from. So it, I mean, people are also very, very different. Uh, I can't imagine that people were less interesting in the Victorian times. I'll say it. I mean, they didn't have, like, you know, medications to level out their moods or stabilizers <laughs> or anything. So they probably got oh. to be batshit as long as they wanted. Legal as fuck. I mean, they cocaine did. Cocaine was legal. It was, like, used as, like, to get rid of headaches. I mean, yeah. they did have laudum, like, laudum, whatever it was. It basically turns into, like, a catatonic vegetable well, yeah. yeah i think laudanum is like a pretty similar to opium oh yeah, yeah. you got a cough take some of this heroin kid <laughs> <laughs> i Why mean who, who's to say that people weren't doing all of these completely legal and uh hopefully not terribly hard to find drugs in the victorian ages and getting so, just far too attracted and lusting after their furniture that they started throwing cloths over them to make them a little more modest around the home. Hey, honey, yeah. it might be the drugs talking, but that leg looks like it's opening up to me. I'm going to put a skirt on it, eh? <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. This is period. <laughs> this is period perfect, isn't it? This conversation is making me wonder, like, about the kinds of um, substances that we consume on a daily basis and in the future, like, how that might be viewed and stuff. And, like, it's definitely yeah, be energy drinks for sure. My antidepressant is the only thing keeping me from having an affair with my dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Put that that seems like it could be a fun thing to pursue you need to. <laughs> as long as the dining room table is into it. Hey, mm-hmm. it's, all right. mm-hmm. it, it's always been there for you. It's very supportive, you know? Exactly. It, it really holds me up on my tough days. It's a very stable relationship. I'm trying to think of sexy things for a table, but they're not coming to mind. 
I take it apart and I lay it on the floor. Oh my! You <laughs> can put it back off. together again. And it's from IKEA, so you know I pegged that bitch. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, my table's into pegging. <laughs> its name is Oofgafhalman or something. I don't know. I don't know. My bookshelf's name is Billy. <laughs> Billy Joel. But it's got like some, yeah, it's got, it's got some a, extra dots in there somewhere. It's got umlaut over the I for some reason. The I is actually a J. It's like Billy. Billy. Billywitchdoctor.com. Billy, are you having an affair with the dining room table? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen these angles? Biaki. We really need to put a, a tablecloth over this dining room table because every time I sit at it, it jerks me off. <laughs> Hello, I mean, baby, you darling, do have. <laughs> oh, All right, so. We've talked about a lot of interesting things here tonight. Does anybody have any like questions? You know, con- conclusions or like follow up thoughts about any of the topics? You know, we've had some. I wonder uh, if we can form all the topics into some kind of fucked up Voltron and like make one video about it. Hmm. Like Mr. Anderson, like slimily fucks like on a table. But it's also a ghost and a monster, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. And there's a cake under his butt or something. Oh, there's a cake yeah. under his butt, yeah. And he's Agent stealing it too. Yeah, he stole the cake. He stole the yeah. cake. Yeah. <laughs> there's exactly cake. one evidence of him, one photo evidence of him getting away, but it's really blurry and in the woods. And he's dressed like, <laughs> and he's dressed like a. But it's really bird. erotic in that way. Very erotic. It's like, ooh, where's he going? He's a man of history, that big foot. Yeah, yeah, he's dressed like the Hamburglar for some reason. Rabble, He's an American hero, an unsung hero, trying to abolish childhood obesity, and they keep trying to put him in jail. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> the Hamburglar works for PETA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger wants to save the kids. He wants to save those kids from childhood abuse. You fuck around with my <laughs> capitalism, you're going to jail. That's what McDonald's That's how it jail. works. That's how Monopoly works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Monopoly is like, oh, you stepped on the wrong piece? Life in prison. Sorry. <laughs> hey, man, wrong place, wrong time. Happens to all of us. Life in prison. Okay, so one thing that I did want to bring up that sort of definitely relates to like the first thing that we talked about like we could sort of like bookend this episode with this is the idea of ranch fest now when i say ranch fest i really mean ranch fest like ranch oh. dressing but recontextualized in terms of ranch dressing right mm-hmm. okay so this is this is like a wild party and like what we're talking here is like ranch dress wrestling oh so you know, wrestling in the ranch dressing Ron stress fountains. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, you could um dip like, <laughs> dip your advertisers dip. in yeah. Ron We can have some really, really classy merchandise here at, at Ronch Fest. I'm thinking Absolutely. Ronch Pearl Necklaces. Oh, Pearl necklace. classy. Absolutely. 
Very classy. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really That's the sound of Biggs coming out of the like bottle. Beat the bottom of the bottle a little bit. <laughs> I like the idea of like a raunch slip and slide. Ooh. Oh, that would be fun. Okay, so like some additional things. Like the idea of a meat sprinkler, right? What? A sprinkler that sprays meat over this party too. Like, what you know, just kind of meat. Is the meat already cooked? Is it cooked or is it raw? You know, I think it depends. Um, I think like shredded chicken would be cool. I mean, (laughs) for like FDA approved and like OSHA certifications, it has to be cooked. Like somebody suggested, like a wood chipper as like a meat sprinkler. Like oh, like like you put a meatloaf in there. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. Like you just toss a meatloaf in there and just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so that could be an aspect too. And and I'm so. curious to hear like other people's ideas about this party like you can write to us at smutsup69 at jmail.com you can get deep on instagram yes you can it's just smuts up it's just uh we just i was able to just have smuts up at instagram i was amazed okay hell yeah and yeah more people talk to me i'll answer this time i promise i'll check it more <laughs> so yeah, does anybody else have any ideas about like things that would be fun to have at Ranch Fest? Healy's. Ooh, like salad clothing. Like lettuce wrap. Oh my god. Are you talking about bag. going the full Adam and Eve and just yes. covering your bits with leaves? Oh and yeah. Then, like, dude. Dressing them like... with ranch because everybody knows that like salad is just a vehicle for delicious I'm, it's dressing. It's just a vehicle to get I'm the dressing like, to your mouth. Butter, lettuce, like thongs, like like bras like stockings you know like it's gotta be butter lettuce i love it okay early yeah. 2000s lady gaga meat dress meat dress mm-hmm. meat lettuce dress, dress meat dress real meat okay. though yeah okay. was it okay. real meat it's all i real have meat. no idea did she <laughs> wear real, real meat? meat because that's just delicious <laughs> i mean <laughs> if you're going to a long enough event and you know it's not going to have like food that you're allowed to eat just you know, go the full Lady Gaga and make a an outfit that you can eat, and just kind of you know nibble on it throughout the night. I made my shirt out of sausages. You will make friends that night who are also hungry and just want to you know take a little bite of what you're wearing. Hey, D, where's your shirt? I ate it along with my new friends. Pepper spray. You know, friends I get my new sauce. Ooh, yeah. Who's your designer? Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Find it in your local freezer aisle. <laughs> uh, All right, Chad, Amy, I'm so curious. Do you guys have any ideas about Ranch Fest? I'm just kind of enjoying what you guys have come up with so far. I can't think of anything to add right now. <laughs> I'm so would sorry. This be a shoes, would this be a shoes off or on festival? Yes, put I your gut. Gu- yes, yes. It depends come on. on like, I feel like it depends. It's highly off. contextual. Put your toes I, I think I, I would ranch. hate feeling the and ranch feel in between it. my toes, but I would have to do it. You would because have to, when yeah. else am I going to do this? You know, not in my yeah. own fucking home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's part of the experience. Like, I mean, waste could, a perfectly good ranch. <laughs> like, no, we're going to rent out like a crappy apartment because like, I'm not renting out my rich mansion for this bang ranch fest. <laughs> See, you don't rent out any apartment. You take it to a pub- you, you take it to the public park. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, thinking, yeah, that's ranch fest can take place in like a, a really public arena. <laughs> that's really great, yeah. <laughs> the Vatican. Ooh, the Vatican. <laughs> the Vatican. Take that, Catholics. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for anybody. Like, maybe people there might like it. I mean, yeah, maybe, but you know, public places. Take it to a water park. Yeah, have mm. to switch the water with yeah. ranch. Yes. Oh yeah. my god, that'd be all. And then replace the water with ranch. ranch. Fest. Yes. Like, that ranch would be great. water slides. Um, tidal pools. I feel like people would die. Actually, never mind. That's people a bad idea. For, you know what? It's for the greater good. <laughs> Just avoid the yellow ranch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say chuck the ones who die in the meat grinder thing. It's this great on people, but then that so just got really so fast. Yeah, that's got really dark. I'm so sorry. Who would have thought Rajfest could have taken this dark turn? <laughs> Who's sponsoring us? Hidden Valley or Craft? Oh, Who's that? Ken's. Who's that old guy? Ken. With the face? No, not Ken. Is that the set that they always have in like the gas stations when you go on a road trip? <laughs> Like, uh, Newman's own. He'll sponsor us. Oh yeah, he would. Yeah. He used to work. Oh, you know Newman's own's a freak. He would definitely sponsor that shit. Okay, well, all right. If we ever do make this like perverse dream a reality, we know who to write to to sponsor us and provide us with gallons and gallons upon gallons of ranch dressing. Provide <laughs> <laughs> us with our needs for ranch fest. <laughs> Just Chad, awful. Amy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for putting up. Yes, I'm sorry for putting up with us. We really thank appreciate you, and we're it. sorry. We you. Yes, thank you slash sorry. <laughs> thank you for inviting us. <laughs> thank you for yeah. Thank you for having us. This has been awesome. So we've been talking since since you guys started that we wanted to be on the podcast. So we finally Aww. made it happen. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, we're so glad that you guys are able to join us here yeah. tonight and everything. And so, like, if people want to listen to Unearthing Paranormal Sea, what's the easiest way for them to do that other than the link that we will put in our show notes? We're on all podcast apps. You can search Unearthing Paranormal Sea. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and we have our own Discord server at UMP Normalcy. And then our website is just UMPNormalcy.com. All right. Fuck nice. yeah. Can, in, the future, in the future, can we just do a crossover episode where we just talk about monster fuckery? Yes. Totally. Yeah. You know, Dave had this idea. We should all, you know, you all and then us four, and we can just have like a whole how many fucking people can we get on one podcast episode? Yeah, like one big old busload of podcasts. It's going to sound like a busload. I love this. The absolute <laughs> pure cacophony of just, of just sound of talking about monster fucking. Yes. I think we should all pick a monster and like report on them. Gelatinous lube cube. Flatwoods monster. No, no. I will represent Florida and do the skunk ape. Skunk ape. Yeah, big old smelly squatch. Just like Bigfoot, but he's probably got little feet. He's like smellier. It's like <laughs> the skunk ape is, yeah, he's just smellier. Of course, it's the Florida one that's like the stupidest and smelliest, of course, of course. Yeah. You know, all, all right. Right, we have a freshwater octopus that is Ooh. our hmm. in a lake Ooh. that's about five minutes from my house that i have been in many times and never had heard of this cryptid until we started doing this podcast that's so fucking creepy you're like oh my god <laughs> i used to go to that fun. lake all the time now you go into that lake and you hope you can just you know feel a little something on your leg and you say i see you <laughs> i see you <laughs> i know oh, you're god. there <laughs> Oh, this is a dirty ass lake. If you feel something on your leg, it could be a body. <laughs> <laughs> I went in for a cryptid and discovered a crime. I'm a true crime <laughs> podcast now, I guess. Shit. 
this has been a blast <laughs> yeah all right so this is the time where we do butt plugs and aftercare so the first butt plugs that we do is does anybody want to plug their other projects does anybody have anything going on that they want to like shout out right now i have this thing going on uh sometimes you can find me at no earlier than 4 a.m out under any given overpass in your local area uh screaming at cars if you see me, leave me alone. I'm working through some stuff. Uh, right. He's got, a, and he has a Patreon for that. If you want to donate to yelling yeah. and screaming outside of highway, uh, yeah. If you he, would like to like contribute to Spink's, you know, uh, journey here, like that will be an available yeah. option to you. Give me some All funds. I need some throat spray. <laughs> All funding will go towards his uh, Sharpie markers that he uses to write gibberish signs and wave them at you. A lot of them are incorrect Bible verses. <laughs> That's what I he really... said, Judas. It's important work you're doing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody else have anything going on that they want to shout out? Uh, sometimes I stream and I'm trying to get back into it, but you know, no promises. So, like, but if people wanted to watch you, like, what name do you stream? Oh, that would be on Agent Babylon at Twitch.tv. I play a lot of like base building, boring games. So come there to just watch me drone on and on about crap you don't care about. Yeah, you know, my brother actually watched you stream for a while, and he said it was a fun time. So, like, there's oh, an endorsement really for you, and yeah, true. Yeah, I do like a lot of war games, so you know. <laughs> bit of a warmonger i love war <laughs> fake war not real war real war is awful but fake war is amazing absolutely <laughs> <laughs> all right well um, i'm going to the dentist you can soon. see him at his dentist appointment <laughs> at dentist appointment. <laughs> he's gonna live stream his dental yeah, appointment dentist, listen to this uh please stop trying to tickle my throat every time you Every time you stick your fingers in there, if your dentist uh, keeps like tickling your throat when you when they stick their fingers uh, in your mouth, just uh, you know, just start sucking on them. They'll stop. <laughs> just uh, just moan. Just, mm. <laughs> just go like. <laughs> That'll make them stop. <laughs> you know, that's finger looking good. All right. On that note, let's plug our sibling shows on the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. We have Ad Hoc History. This is a show that me and my brother Asher do, where we interrogate history and try to like empathize with these historical characters to think about like what would it be like to be in their shoes and try to figure out what happened to make us. Uh, where we are now. Why now? Why Ad hoc now? history. Why <laughs> Ad now? Ad hoc history. Why now? <laughs> what happened now? <laughs> Why now, Slimy? Our Why next now? show is just some show called Lexicult. It's a show about exploring the intersections of like science, art, and magic, and philosophy through the lens of chaos magic. And it's like hosted by someone. Like, who cares, right? Yes. They sound cute. <laughs> they they are pretty cute, but don't they tell them like that, or else cute. they'll like, or else they'll no, kill us. Don't tell them that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing for them to know. But no, yeah. they can't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
super on brand thank you so much uh yes this is a show that i do uh about chaos magic um and it's very fun if you are curious about that there's also oh, another amazing show on our podcast network called faithline council podcast which is about exploring chaos magic with ca- practicing chaos magicians like there's a lot of like really good like practical advice and like um things about exploring different uh paradigms there which is mm-hmm. a term that you can learn about from listening to a variety of our different shows uh, we also have administrism which is a show that one of the co-hosts from faith Life council is doing exploring a new paradigm that he and his wife serena are putting together which is really about like responsible land use and looking back in terms of like a historical context about like how to best respect the place where you're living in, in sort of a very broad way. Yeah, that shows very interesting. I, I I couldn't understand it just because of my own level of intelligence when I heard the first episode, but like they go into some they go into a lot of detail though. Well, yeah, yeah. I think that, like, yes, there maybe there's some context that you might need to like get to. I probably it. do. Yeah, so, yes. it's probably that's more of like the advanced course. I I would have to say. <laughs> okay, but obviously, last but not least, we have Unearthing Paranormalcy podcast. I've never heard of them. <laughs> the best show of all of them. <laughs> I hear they're pretty cool, though. Yeah, they are pretty cool. Very cute. They are very cute. We've seen them on their Facebook feeds. This podcast digs into the paranormal and tries to find normalcy in the topics. So they cover a variety of different things, um, bringing humor and really like open-minded skepticism to the topics. So it's a really fun approach to, you know, thinking about things that might scare you or like might be uncomfortable to think about. Um, and just trying to find like a, a a groundedness in that. So yeah, it's very fun. Definitely check it out. I kind of like it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. There we finally an unbiased opinion. <laughs> That's how I feel about my show too. It's like, eh, it's a show. <laughs> oh, it's a blast. I, I, podcasting is just amazing. I absolutely love doing this. It's so fun. It does reflect in the one in the one episode I saw. Listen to me though, but I will listen to more though, based on that one because it's a really f- fun kind of relax. It, it is a relaxing and kind of like family friendly. I've seen as well. So well, that episode fun. was because my daughter was on that episode. That makes sense. Yeah, not all of them are so fr- family friendly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There is like family friendly. But... Yeah, there's a very in depth series about like Alistair Crowley, which is, oh. you know, yeah. There's all <laughs> kinds of like interesting topics that y'all have covered and stuff. Talking so, yeah. about feeling slimy, Alistair Crowley is one of those. Yes. <laughs> Why it's slimy. <laughs> I want to hear more about my boy. <laughs> that weird little fat man. All right. So, like, let's do some aftercare here. That was a long ride. Mm, that's what she said. So, our, for, for, for our final words, we've said this before on a show, and we will say it again. And again. And again. And again. Everyone has a thing. And that's okay. As long as it is consensual and legal and all that stuff. Just make sure it's legal, you know. But 
if you ever feel like your thing, whatever it is, is causing you problems, for instance, stuff like psychologists might consider maladaptive, like anger, self-harm, avoidance, or withdrawal, please don't hesitate to find someone to talk to. You don't need to be ashamed of it. Also, consent is never optional uh, and must be enthusiastic and ongoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, be, yes, let's get excited absolutely. about this. Yeah. Enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. Ongoing. Enthusiastic consent. If you don't, yes. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Woo. But be, be enthusiastic personal. about it. Yes. But minors and those who are under the influence of intoxicants can't legally give consent. So that's not enthusiastic. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. All right. And remember, no matter who you are, no matter who you think you are, no matter what you look like, you deserve love and you deserve to be happy and you deserve all of the good things. So please, please take care of yourself. And remember, it never hurts to put a condom on it when that is something that makes sense to do. Like when you're using one of those DIY condoms I taught you to make back in five. Remember that one with the condom and the toilet paper? Yeah, all the DIY dildos. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was gross. You should make that, but and then put a condom on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fever dream. <laughs> yes, this is absolutely. Into a it never fever hurts dream. to put a condom on it when that's the thing that makes sense to do. Like, please take care of yourselves out there. We love you. We really do. We love you. We love you. You fucks. You fuckers. <laughs> Chat, Amy, thank you guys so much for I joining don't. us. Welcome to the Step Family. Welcome to the Step Family. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> One of us. I think Chad just <laughs> ran away. That's fine. That's all right. Hey. That happens. I just realized I was muted for the last to like 10 minutes. No. No. <laughs> no. All those funny jokes will never be heard by anybody. Quick. Just do a bunch of one-liners and Chaz will plug them in. Yeah. <laughs> say like, say like, I can't, I can't even. <laughs> when you said, I welcome to the step family, I said step chat is here. Oh, I'm a oh we got our step chat. <laughs> What are you doing, Snapchat? What are you doing, doing, Snapchat? Oh my god. (laughs) Very on brand. Super cringy. Thank you. (laughs) Amazing. We also have our step. Amy. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good as Step Chad, but I'll take Step Amy stepped out. Step Amy. If you say it really fast, Step Amy. Step Amy? Step Amy? Step Amy. Step Amy. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for <laughs> Jesus. joining us. Um, everybody be safe out there. I'm going to stop recording because this is devolving quickly. <laughs> we call it the Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Get out of here. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>
To hear more great independent productions like the one you just listened to, visit our catalog at tgmpodcastnetwork.com. The Oklahoma goodbye right now. <laughs> it's a long country goodbye. You slowly just start walking down the driveway and you're just still saying goodbye. Welcome back. You get in the car. You get in the car, roll down the window, you're, you're still, still saying goodbye. <laughs> you're like a mile or two down the road. You're still calling and texting like, bye, that was so fun. <laughs> Just have another episode after this where we're just still saying goodbye. Yeah, we could do another follow-up if you guys want tomorrow morning. Uh, that's a lot of work. I don't want I don't want to bother these fine folks. No, thank you guys so much. Really thank you good so time. This is really fun. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Hi, I'm Prader Yarmarud. And I'm Zarina. And we'd like to introduce you to Administrism. What is Administrism? As an occultist, for years I felt the universe directing me towards a practice that was ecologically based with a foundation laid out by cultures untouched by the influence of what's become modern Western society. With labels like shamanism and neo-shamanism carrying too much uncomfortable post-colonial baggage, I've decided to take my own approach. Join Yara and me as we research and develop a magical system where we recognize our place in nature with all the life that surrounds us. We want to share with you our journey into a paradigm that incorporates ritual and ecology, anthropology and metaphysics, biology, and the occult. Using ethically sourced material, historical accounts, ethnographic records, and our own personal experience, we want to share our discoveries as we watch administrism grow in an organic blend of traditional spirituality, modern science, and a dash of homesteading, without all the connotations associated with labels like shamanism. We hope that by listening to how administrism sprouts in us, it will plant its seeds into your own practice. This way, you can find your own balance between magic and nature. Because the world needs room for both. And don't forget, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.